Hey, honeys. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Who, Where, Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First name Travel. Last name Brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? Hey, Hello. hey, hey. How's it going, Travel Brat Tribe? It's the best day of the week. What day is that? It is Tuesday. Oh. True. All right, guys. So we have a special guest back with us. He has done two previous episodes, and we just can't get enough of his awesome insight and fun travel places. So we are welcoming back today Connor Fermander to talk about Rotan Honduras. Welcome, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be back for the third time. I'm (laughs) super excited that you all brought me on so much. It's a lot of fun when I come on here. Totally. Well, Well, today we are going out of the United States. We're going to be traveling to... Where, Where are we going? going? Where are we going? You tell me. Oh, okay, I've just learned how to pronounce this. Roatan? Roatan. Roatan, Honduras. Roatan, yep. Honduras. And if you're Spanish, the H is silent. So, so it's like Honduras. Honduras. Yeah, Honduras. interesting. Back to the day. <laughs> All right. So, Connor, this is a place Connor really likes. So, will you give us a little bit of background about it? Oh, um, yeah. Lo- love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're going to have to probably, you know, gu- guide me through here on what to talk about because this, this was a lot of, this was a fun trip and there was a lot done here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but I'll tell you what, we'll start with why I even went. Um, it was 2017. Um, yeah, it was 2017. It was 2017, around August. Um, my mom uh, had taken a year off of the corporate world. She was living down in, on the island on Roatan. Um, and, uh, and, and, yeah, what took, a babe. Yeah, right? Awesome. Took, 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 took a year off of the corporate world, so good for her. Um, well, she, you know, she wanted me to come visit her, and I said, absolutely. So brought my college roommate, best friend, um, Tyler Walton, with me as well. Shout um, out Tyler. Shout out Ty. <laughs> Tyler. <It> was, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so flights. I remember we got the flight. Um, I know y'all like talking about prices, just so all yes, all of the uh, all listeners out We're there budgeters. <laughs> but exactly know what they're dealing with. I'm not sure what it's gonna be looking like right now. If, if you can even get into the country, right? But yeah. that that's besides the fact, you know, or besides the point. What we paid was about a thousand dollars. We hopped on United Airlines. Um, so we're over in Southwest Florida, but we had to drive over and do direct out of Miami. Um, there's nothing over here in Southwest Florida that that went to Honduras. So direct out of Miami. And then we had our buddy drop us off so we didn't have to leave our car there. But, but yeah. Interesting. That's you know, kind of expensive for well, a flight. I've never paid that much I mean, for a I flight. I was going to say, you know, now the flight's going to be crazy cheap. And yeah. you just said, you may, he doesn't know how you're going to be able to go back and forth. I'm thinking you'll get there easy, but the problem is getting back, back in the oh, United right. States. Yes. Good luck with so that. So maybe wait on this one and definitely <laughs> yeah. do maybe your research for like a trip two years later. <laughs> I pushed all my international travel off until 2021 for sure. So when you got there, Connor, um, where did you guys stay? What was the vibe there? So awesome enough, since my mom was already there, she set us up with like a rental property. Um, it wasn't a an Airbnb, although I think Airbnb prices are about like 75 bucks a night or 250 bucks a night in between that range. So pretty, pretty common for somewhere tropical like that. Pretty nice. Um, but it was, it was a super, it was a rental and it was super, super secluded. Um, the whole island itself. So Rotan's again, an island off of Honduras. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually, it's, it, you can't really get to it by car from, from what I believe, um, or remember at least, um, you got to take the ferry. Um, and so, um, um, and so we got, it was very secluded is the point I'm getting at. Very secluded right on the beach. We had our own like hundred foot pier that was right off the beachfront we were on and it was super cool um because at night i remember one of the nights myself at ty and and, and a friend we had met um uh, a local we had met at, at in, in on the island 
Um, we decided it was a good idea after a night of drinking to go try to find some sharks off of this pier. We were like, we were like let's grab our snorkeling gear. So we grabbed our masks, fins, and, and whatnot, stripped down, and, and jumped off the end of this pier. And, I mean, we literally went out into the coral reef, and we're talking like we were probably a good, you know, the, the pier's 100 feet. Well, we went out about 100 yards probably. Oh, wow. Out into the coral. I mean, we were well beyond the seabed. I mean, it was, it was literally 1230 at night. What were you drinking? Oh, we oh. been intoxicated, huh? Yeah. Uh, we'll get into what we were drinking. We'll, we'll get what we were drinking. But it was very fun. Didn't see any sharks, unfortunately. I mean, we were seriously looking for sharks. We were looking for them. But it was a good time. I had fun. I, I drink and I go in the water and look for sharks just, tonight. Dun, dun, dun. Just as my dad always says, just add alcohol. So, so when you were there, is it... Is this little island, like, super touristy, or is it mostly local? So, very touristy. Rotan's, okay. yeah, very touristy. Um, it's... it's, it's eh. Yeah, short answer yeah. is yes, and it's it's the most touristy aspect of all of Honduras oh, in, cool. in general. Yeah, but you want to stay in the more touristy places when you go to South America. Oh, for sure. I mean, at the end of the so, day, we're, we're yeah. talking third world countries here, right? And so it is very different. I mean, I have a story that I'm not going to share on this episode, um, <laughs> but let's just say things didn't go exactly as they planned uh, during this vacation. Um, still love the country. Just, yeah, had, had a bit of a different experience than I always imagined I'd have uh, visiting over there. So be very cognizant of the fact of where you're coming from, where you're going into, and be very respectful yes, and be aware of their of culture. Surroundings. Be yes. aware of your surroundings. Be respectful of the locals. Be respectful of the culture when you go to a place like this. It's, it's, it's simple. It's straightforward. Just be respectful. You know, Connor, I think you should tell at least a part of that story because of the climate. Like, people, if they decide oh, to rent all right, their own yeah, car, fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. So if you decide to rent your own car, don't. <laughs> Go back and return it is what you should do. Walk. Take taxis. Walk, Walk or take taxis. <laughs> because, because yeah, there, there's there's a couple spots on here that differ between, you know, West End and West Bay. And we'll get into what we did on, on the different sections and where, you know, what's what's what and what to do. But but point being is is when you get to your spot, you know, via taxi, walk, walk all up and down. It's not worth having a rental, you know, taxi or, or your own rental to, you know, uh, a bar hop or anything like that. Walk around the entire area or taxi mm-hmm. if you need to get to somewhere with distance. But so to answer your question, to tell a bit of the story um, and why I should tell it and to be very careful if you go is it was late at night. We decide to take a rental. Exact reason I made that mistake. Hope you all don't make that mistake. We decided to take this rental, though. We weren't drunk. I wasn't drunk. I was the driver. And it was after a day that was about over 100 degrees. You know, it's a very hot island, um, over 100 degrees. And then, oh, I'm sorry, it rained most of the day. Then it got nice. And so, you know, if for all of my just sciencey people or, or some people that, you know, are aware of this, when it's really hot and or when it rains and then it's really hot, the tar oils on the roads rise to the surface and the surface becomes much more slippery. So you're in a rental with about, we're talking a rental that looks no more than, than a piece of, uh, you know, Hot Wheels car with the, to- with a weed whacker engine in it and a couple bald tires. Sure, um, yeah. and so, and no, and you know, brakes were a crap. So we're coming down a very sharp turn. This is late at night. Don't know the area. There's no street signs, no street lights. There's no lane. It's just a path through a jungle. Um, and we're coming, you know, 35 miles an hour. What we went back and looked at and it was a very, very sharp turn, like extraordinarily sharp downhill. And then almost like a, a, a reverse turn, very, very sharp. 
and coming around that turn, we went head on into a taxi. I lost, I lost brakes. The, you know, the ABS didn't engage, and so the car just skidded across the road. So the and car slid in the mud because of the climb. Well, it was it was it was still a road. It was still a tar. It was still a road, but oh. but still, yeah, no, but still, that that's what I'm getting at is is when it's that hot and when it rains, the oils in, within the tar rise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The tar, the tar, you know, the actual road tar. Oh. Um, and uh, and so be very careful. That you know, that's why, of course, hydroplaning. Right. When it's wet, hydroplaning. But and but when it gets hot, that's when it's worse. It's oily it's slick and no no lanes either and so you know we're coming down this thing don't really know where we are thought i was going you know what was a reasonable speed but if i had seen what the actual turn was and familiar and had some signs or lights and whatnot uh i would have not been going 35 i probably would have been going about 10 miles an hour over this turn that's how sharp it was oh wow um it was ridiculous and uh, and so instead of going off the cliff though instead of going off the cliff we went head on to, into a taxi, which was the better of the options. Yes. Um, and, and I'll clarify, you know, everybody did make it out alive. Um, you know, I can't say they didn't make it out injured. Not all of us made it out in, not injured, but, but a lesson, a lesson well learned and experience that, you know, um, that, and it's not that I regret it, you know, lessons were learned and it was an experience that, you know, has, has definitely defined a lot of, you know, a lot of the way I think now and my perspective on things. Matter of fact, chapter one of my book, um, I, you know, you, we all talked about it in a different episode. Um, chapter one of my book, I started off with telling a brief part of this story. I, I start telling, I get into the introduction of it because it, it just puts me in a position where much like everyone, I was vulnerable at one t- point and I ended up being at the control of their government pretty much, you know, go- government got involved and, uh, and was, was held on their island until we coughed up a, a, a good amount of some money, you know, so we were extorted of some money, but you know, it was a lesson learned and experience had. Um, and I think that that's just a good thing to tell because, yeah. you know, it's you need to be careful. And you actually, be careful. I always talk yeah. about be careful with, you know, people and people. Yeah. May rob and this you was a mistake. You, but, yeah. you know, you don't think about rental cars. Yeah, you no. don't think about Latin American yeah. uh, government. If you don't know the rules in yeah. certain countries as yeah. well, you can get in trouble. I know we talked about that a little bit in Budapest, too. So so just be careful, guys. Yeah. Know what you're doing. You know, know yeah. where you and, are. And, 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 and to build on that, you know what I mean? We were it's not like we were being idiots, you know, where you hear stories where these college kids and whatnot, you know, they're being dumb, they're being idiots and they're being disrespectful to the culture, to the community when they visit there because they don't, you know, know any better. It wasn't even a situation like that. It was just pure mm-hmm. accident, you know, just accident that, you know, wow, that, 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 God forbid that happened and it did happen. So mistakes happen, everyone. And learn from Connor's experiences learn too. That's experience. why yeah. we also created this is to connect travelers, share stories. And so if you do travel there, then you've kind of learned from somebody's exactly. insight and you might think twice about doing about something. About renting a car when you can yep. walk everywhere. So, so moral of the story, taxi it, walk it, you'll enjoy it. You'll have just as good of a time and you won't put yourself in danger. Right. Absolutely. And back to my back to my question. You obviously weren't drinking, but when you were looking for sharks, you definitely <laughs> were. So tell us a little bit about oh, yeah. the tropical drinks. So so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring it back to a little bit more of a high note. Like, a lighter. A little bit of a lighter, lighter note, note, right? We, yeah, we... we, we, we uh, call it a high note, but yeah. maybe a lighter note. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Um, the letter not right. Um, so I'll start with the first place that we went to for the nightlife and for a lot of bar hopping, which was called West End. Um, so bear with me here. There's West Bay and West End, but we'll get into the to the to the latter one um, in a second. We'll start with the former. Um, West End, you know, they had a bunch of bars again, where it's very convenient to walk just from bar to bar. Um, 
awesome drinks there. They had a lot of cool drinks. Something called Mo- Monkey Lala was like their tropical drink. It was like banana chocolatey, kind of one of those. I would drink that all. Yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Amazing, amazing. And then, um, and then for their beer, I love their beer. If I'm being honest with you, I've never drank in a beer that's better than this beer. Mm. It was called a Barana, but you have to have it with a lime. So a Barana with lime. If you ever go to Rotan Honduras, you ask for a brand with lime, they won't bat an eye. They'll know exactly what you're asking for, and you will have an amazing time. Recommendation. That's a good one. That is that is one of the, probably one of the best recommendations I can give you. You cannot leave Rotan without getting a brand with lime. That's um, so awesome. Yeah, but at this place, so at West End, there was a couple things at West End. Again, this is where mm-hmm. all like the nightlife was. Um, one night there was fire dancers. So a couple of the bars, you know, or Ooh. maybe it was just one, whatever I it can was. Do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> these, these these fire dancers. It was neat. I mean, with some practice, I'm sure. But it was, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, what you trying to say, Connor? Were these were these were these were, these people were awesome? You know, it was a couple guys, couple couple women, and I mean, they had it. You know, the hula hoop action, the swinging the ball on fire action. You know, around their neck, around their body, in between their legs. You know, around their waist. Awesome, crazy stuff, dancing with fire. Oh, really cool. good time. I mean, we got a we got a photo. Actually, I can send you the photo. We'll post it yeah, on our Instagram. Yeah, it was it was it was me and Ty, and we're holding this big fire stick. It's got a flame, <laughs> that massive like you know That's flame great. coming off of it. It was cool. Um, so this might have been all in the same night, but after we started leaving West End. Um, we pulled off, uh, again, I think, you know, we might've been in our rental or we were in a taxi, whatever it was. We, we did pull off. Um, um, no, 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 you know, this would, I can promise you we actually weren't in a rental because we were drinking. That's why we're not in rental. We were taking a taxi, mm-hmm. but what we did do was we taxied over to this one spot that these locals, when we were out drinking, you know, told us you got to go to. And it was this little parking lot you can access where you, where you park and then you can access, um, um, this little, um, you know, steps that lead it into the ocean. And I mean, this is nighttime. We're talking midnight now. So we went down the steps into the ocean and then right out there about a hundred yards, hundred feet, maybe you know, in between there. Um, I know that's actually a big difference. Uh, so let's call, it, let's call it a hundred <laughs> yards is there was a sailboat, um, anchored up, um, not a sailboat that's actually used. It had like a rope swing off of it and, and you can't go inside or anything. You just stay on top of the sailboat. But I mean, this, this thing was uh, 60 feet long, 70 feet long. Oh wow. So it was big. It was big. Big and, papa. Yeah. So yeah, so we climbed we climbed the board and then there's this rope scene. So here we find ourselves after a few, you know after a bunch of drinks, twelve thirty at night in the middle of Rotan Honduras Ocean, swinging off of a rope swing on a sailboat into the pitch black water. Disclaimer: Don't try this at home. And and we can't find <laughs> this at home. You can't find Thank this at you. home. But, uh, but but no, I mean there was um, there's some details that you know maybe for the age appropriation of this episode, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll leave that out. <laughs> censored. Censored. We'll yeah we'll leave that part censored. But that's bucket list kind but of. That's stuff. Bucket list, like, but that's bucket list. That's kind of stuff reflecting yeah. on this that's amazing and that's i think so it's fun. safe to say that this is for the adventurous yeah. kind of traveler you but know yeah. if you want to go have tea time and visit oh, yeah. the biltmore you know tea you can time. you can you can go to Asheville if you want to go swim and with sharks and jump off rope swing. Yeah. lots of sea life i mean yeah. just imagine this all of the listeners just imagine this ready close your eyes Thank you God. are in what feels like the absolute middle of planet earth in the middle of the absolute just the ocean i, I believe this we're talking the atlantic ocean here um, it's that deep blue kind of ocean because it's that deep of water. <laughs> Stars are shining, moonlight is out, and you're just floating. You're literally just in the middle of this ocean, staring up at the scar- starlight in the middle of the, the planet Earth. It is one of the most blissful and serene experiences and just and just moments you can absolutely experience. Um, so highly, highly recommend. That's like out of body experience. Oh, it is out of the like, body experience. You, I love putting myself in. Lo- put it this uh, way: I when I travel internationally, I'm a big paradise, you know, tropical mm-hmm. paradise kind of guy. I love the feeling of feeling 
like I'm in the middle of the world. Like yeah. I'm in the middle of the planet that I'm off the radar, off the map, and I'm just in the middle of you spin the globe and I'm in the middle of there. And that's freedom. That's freedom. That's freedom. Get so lost. okay, so yeah, you do a lot of things at night, like shark fishing and Dive, dude, I've done shark scuba diving and stuff before at night. That's that was fun. That was a different story though. So Whoa. what do you see during the day though? Do you see lots of sea life there? Um, there was yeah. So we went scuba diving. Um, that I saw so my diving license and it was Ty, Tyler's first time. You know, my buddy that came with me. So he had to do like a little uh, little crash course, two hour crash course. Um, at one of the resorts. Um, but yeah, we went out, we did a couple dives. Um, Ty was able to go about 35 feet with the instructor. Of course, me being me, I plummeted myself to about 90 feet down. I'm, I'm at like the ocean floor. And yeah, we saw some eagle ray. We saw a bunch of eels, bunch of tropical fish, of course. Mm. And it was just like any scuba diving experience. You are on another planet. I mean, scuba diving being, you being that in that, especially at that depth, um, um, is, is, amazing i mean it's it's almost obviously you can tell i'm a lack of words i just love scuba diving that much and so that was probably one of the coolest things we did during the day was scuba diving what was like the coolest thing you saw down in the water the eagle right i'd say the eagle right yeah. because i've only seen a few in my life and i mean this thing was beautiful it wasn't one of the largest ones and they don't get too large eagle rays you know they, they tend to be on the smaller side um i think they get pretty big actually okay but, is that for somebody who doesn't know sea life that well is that a stingray Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a type of stingray, exactly. Yeah, you have, okay, you have, cool. you have different. Is it big? No, so, so I, from what, from my knowledge, I want to say eagle rays tend to stay, you know, uh, maybe a couple dinner plate size. Okay. Um, but no, you know, manta rays. That's now awesome. we're talking, you know, like ten feet wide, you know, oh, fin to crazy. fin, twelve feet winch, fin to fin. But the eagle rays tend to be small, and they fly usually. And I say fly. They, 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 you yes. know, glide. Whatever it is, whatever a stingray does. In packs, I mean they're they're in schools in schools oh. thing right, and so they look absolutely beautiful. They're navy blue with white spots, and they're gorgeous. Ooh, we'll have to post a picture on our Instagram. They're they're gorgeous. Gorgeous. I love yeah. that yeah. eagle rays. And and speaking of uh, your excursion, did you take it through the hotel? Um, you no, know, it was no, it was it was down off the beach. We just did a little you know ten minute walk down all these different resorts and and all these different rental properties. Oh, so you guys didn't take a boat out or anything? You just walked in and jumped. oh oh you're saying the scuba diving side i yeah. said like where we found it oh yeah yeah no we hopped on a boat yeah yeah we hopped on a boat and and there there was a couple different dive spots so a couple different coral reefs very cool but the boat wasn't connected to the hotel it was a different yeah different different ex- cool. yeah, yeah, yeah well, third, you, third party guys, excursion where'd you guys stay what was the rental that was a rental no no where'd you stay like what hotel did you stay Oh no! It was like a rental. It was just a rental property. It was literally like a house that was just on this very secluded oh, area. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. no resort. This is like yeah. This wasn't. Re- yeah, we didn't stay at a resort. Hanging out. Yeah, this doing was somebody. Somebody stuff. owned this house, and it was like a two-story house or a double-sided house, and like yeah, we had our own rooms and living room and stuff like that. It was super cool. Did that feel so much more like home? Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Oh, it felt like home for sure. We got groceries and stuff. Yeah, that, that's nice. And also, I love trips like that where you go, but yeah, it's so fun. And- you know, when you wake up and you don't make your own breakfast, you don't gotta yes. go spend the money or worry about taking the taxi or traveling and then waiting in line because if you're in a tourist section you can better believe you're waiting in line for breakfast yeah, yeah. you feel like a native and i feel like there's a time and place for like going to eat and stuff but like this setting time and place and absolute time is and more place. of like a rustic absolutely like, rent the house cook the food 100 i mean stuff. secluded is like one of the best words we can use for yeah. this spot so the locals that you met were they big into recommending different things for you to go do oh they were so nice so it was easy to find like where to scuba dive because people were like absolutely. hey go here okay cool. absolutely not only just like the the owners of all the rental properties of course which tend to be you know americans honestly okay um, um because they'll use it for their own vacation it's a, it's a great oh, it's a very okay. popular spot for americans to own own vacation rental properties out there um but other than them yeah no the locals themselves to answer your direct question 
um very helpful very helpful oh, awesome. um super nice and and yeah they, they told us where to go all the time and so you went scuba diving but i know that you talked to me about a bunch of other cool stuff that you oh did. yeah so what are what are some of the other excursions so one of the other things so something else we did um there were a few a few places actually um blue bahia i'm gonna shout out blue bahia because uh i want to say joe i believe it, a restaurant owner's name is joe and i really hope i didn't get that wrong um, because he was a great guy, very nice guy, and actually was one of my mom's like you know first friends when she got down there oh, and, nice. and made her feel safe, um, you know. And so that because uh, again, you're going into a whole country, third world country by yourself. You yeah. know, you're you're a 55 year old woman. Is she was probably a little bit nervous, right? And mm-hmm. so being able to meet him, she, it made her feel very very comfortable and made a friend. And so shout out to shout Joe. out Joe, shout out Blue Bahia, awesome food, awesome food. Well, and that's um, a restaurant that okay, guys, you can cook most of the week, but if you're tired one night and you're on vacation, you can just go get some. Oh every yeah, exactly. Out. Eat every oh dinner my gosh. Let's be honest. Oh, dinner, <laughs> see, I don't know how to, to cook. Your, to your point, t- yeah. dinner is like it. An evening dinner where you gather the family, friends, or whatever. You throw your Hawaiian shirts on, your coral necklaces on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, I love you're, it. You're tan. You're feeling the burn from the earlier day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's classic. It's a classic thing to do. But yeah, Blue Bahia's restaurant. Um, so other than that, um, unfortunately from the story I said earlier with everything that happened, you know, due to our injuries, ATVs and horseback riding were canceled. Mm. So that is there though. That's an option for you. If you're somebody who wants to do beach horseback riding and, oh, and ATVs through the jungle, they're there. That's um, awesome. I yeah. think like it's a great place to do those oh, things. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and so we talked about east, west, north, south. Uh, you have here on on here West Bay. West Bay, yep. So so that was what I was saying before. So don't get confused with West End, West Bay. West End is where you're gonna go drink and have some fun. Hang loose. Um, that type. Well, at least that <laughs> the hang loose. At least that type of fun. Uh, West Bay is where you're gonna go have the different type of fun: snorkeling, more relaxing, good beach time, good good family time, something like that. Um, so that, and then that's pretty much all I have to say about West Bay. Again, you know, it wasn't really a much party spot. So we did some good snorkeling there. Good, some, you know, some relaxing there. I did do this and I have nightmares about it sometimes. Oh, dear. I oh, thought tell. it was, I thought, I thought it was a really good idea. So I'm, I am a strong swimmer, but I don't still don't know why I did this. We found me and me and Ty found ourselves, you know, maybe a hundred feet offshore. Um, and it was a really nice coral reef, big coral bed. And at the front of the coral bed, it was maybe six feet, you know, six feet of depth. Um, you swim over the coral bed, which I mean, there was only about a six inches, eight inches, maybe a foot of water to the point where we had to get over it. Our bellies were kind of scraping on top. Um, but when you get on the other side of it drops to like 20, 25 feet, you know, it's, it's very deep beyond the coral bed. Well, I went to the other side of it, went down to the bottom of the 25 foot depth and looked up and I saw this light shining through the coral bed. And I'm like, no way. Is there like a little tunnel through this thing? So I, swam, so I swim to the top and I'm like, and I, and I measure the distance. It's about like a 15 foot, um, you know, coral bed, um, you know, width of it. And I'm like, yo, Ty, I think I can get through this, man. I think I can get, I, cause I, 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 oh I, I, I went, I went and found on the shallower side where the six feet was, I found where the entrance was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a tunnel. And I'm like, Ty, I think I can get through this, man. I can do it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm like, watch my back. If I got, if I get stuck, be prepared. So I took, I, I took one <laughs> breath, went in, you know, went shoulder deep in or, you know, waist deep in. I'm like, I looked around, I'm like, it's tight, but I think I can do it. And mind you all, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not the smallest of guys. I mean, I'm six two, you know, about a 190 pound guy. So I'm, a, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the skinniest. I know I'm not the biggest, but I'm also not super skinny here. So, you know, so I, I'm looking at it. So I'm, I, on my second breath, take that big breath in, go into water. And I'm like, I commit. I launch myself through and I'm committed. Well, almost a little over halfway through, I started getting stuck. 
I started oh getting whatever. Gosh. And I saw the distance. I saw the end of it. But I'm like, I might not make this right now. And I started freaking out. And I'm like, oh. stay calm. I don't have fins on. It's just me oh. and my bare body. So I'm wiggling myself through this thing. My eyes are closed. I'm like, please, please, please get through this. Oh I God. finally got to the end of it. And I was literally about to gasp water. Because I, I could not hold my breath any longer. Grabbed the opposite side of it. And just like, like rocketed myself. <laughs> using a coral. Slingshotted myself. 20 feet up to the surface and I was like oh, and I came up and took the biggest <laughs> breath of air and I was like I was like Ty, Ty, I was just dying I was, I was like oh my god and looking back on it was probably one of the dumbest things I could have done was try to do that but I did it D-recommendation. 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 Yeah, that's yeah. right. He knows it. Don't, yeah, if you see a tunnel that could take you to a coral bed, don't do it unless you have scuba gear on. I've been I've been cave diving mm-hmm. with scuba gear on. You know what I mean? But that's a different story, and that's that's a cave. That's not a tunnel that you can barely fit your body inside of. Well, and now I'm wondering. Tyler or Tyler was just waiting it out. Was Tyler was trusting a- that I was going to make it. Tyler was trusting that he he was prepared, but he was trusting I was going to make it. He trusted he me. He was like Connor should be up in the next five minutes if he's not. <laughs> in then the we five, have a problem. Five minutes, yeah. But so that was at Anthony's key. I'm I'm, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I I totally just gave away where I was going to talk to next. Um, yeah. But that closes out West Bay. So that again, awesome snorkeling, awesome time, and and you're going to see a lot of a lot of families there. Cool spot. Um, Anthony's key. What I what I mistaken that with mistake that with though was somewhere we went on one of our last days. Anthony's key is a pretty popular spot. A lot of people have heard of it. Actually, it's it's probably well known to be some people's desktop backgrounds on their on their Windows computer. Um, that's how type of beautiful spot it is. Um, Lovely. We did absolutely. So we did. Um, oh my gosh! No, no. I it, it is, but I'm actually mistaking it with something else. Um, and I'm gonna get to what I'm mistaking it with. I just mistake a couple of things here. It's okay. Everybody it's okay. bear we with me. Everyone mistakes. bear with me. We all Everybody make Everybody has those days. What Anthony's Everybody key... Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> But An- Anthony's key, though, was still a magical experience. No doubt about it. That's where we swam with the dolphins. So it's coming back to me now. Swam with the dolphins. And I'm sure everyone knows they're, like, sitting there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done that before. Oh, that's cool. You know, where, where they have you, the dolphin swims by you. And you kind of pet it. And you're all in line. And you have to stand there. And you can't actually swim with it. There's that type of swimming with dolphins, but that's not the type we did. Yeah, we got the chance to sit in a line and pet it, but then they offered us the opportunity to literally swim with them freely. We got masks, fins, and snorkels, and we were in what was about a 200-foot by 200-foot, not enclosure, but they just really stayed in the area. We li- they literally would instruct us, go to the bottom, you know, it was different depths. Some areas were 2 feet, some areas were 12 feet. Grab some of the seagrass on the bottom. I'm literally swimming in 8-foot water doing circles, feeding dolphins. Oh, that's amazing. And we're doing spins together. I'm doing somersaults with dolphins. I mean, it is out of this world experience. It is no, the it, cool. it was the definition of swimming with dolphins. I mean, everyone. Magical. Like, y'all, if you, if, if you had a dream and you're like, yo, I want to swim with dolphins, and you're like, <laughs> not, nah, not that touristy type where they just have it swim by you and you have to stay in line with everyone. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was swimming with dolphins. And I mean, I felt hashtag like. Disney Cruise. Yeah, hashtag. <laughs> no, like, this was like out of this world insane. I'm, I'm, nobody's around me. Nobody's touching me. No instructor saying, oh, can't do that. Don't do that. Can't touch them. Don't do that. No, I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing somersaults and spins and 360s with the dolphins underwater, feeding them seagrass that I'm picking up out of the ground. Like, that's amazing. I felt like a damn like mermaid out there. Like, <laughs> insane. merman, merman, yes, merman. Good correct. catch, good catch. Um, so with animals and stuff, did you see any other animals? Out oh there? yeah. Oh, okay. Fill us in. Bunch of up? animals, bunch of animals. Shout out to my mom for picking out this spot. 
Um, it was called AJ's Monkeys and Sloths, and I think you can imagine what we saw there. Monkeys Ooh. and Sloths. You slothing? We, yeah, so we that went into the it? monkey enclosure first, which was really cool. A bunch of monkeys crawling around us and stuff, and I got a little video. I got a photo I can send you all. Um, and, uh, and then there were the sloths. Then we were holding the sloth. That was pretty cool. Um, they're as slow as they have their, uh, um, um, they seem, they seem and the label that they're, that they're given, they're that slow. Um, but there was it's also true. some like, yeah, then there was also some like, you know, uh, parrots and, and, and macaws and stuff like that with these oh, beautiful cool. colors, beautiful colors, um, giant lizards and stuff. But yeah, my, f- of course, favorite part was the monkeys and sauce cause we can like touch them and hold them and stuff. Yeah, that's really awesome. So, is all of that pretty close to each other? Do you have to go far for these? No, things? that's the beauty of Roatan. You can get from end to end in a day. Honestly, you can you can literally get from end to end in a day. Um, it was it was very easy. Um, I mean, you can bike to portions of it for sure. You know, taxiing obviously is your is your quickest way. Very cheap and very short rides. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. And what's cool about this is it's a spot where you can pack your schedule with so many excursions because mm-hmm. they're that close together. Oh, nice. Versus you know, unfortunately, you go to a spot where let's say you know Jamaica, you go to Montana. Tego mm-hmm. Bay, it's a full day to get to nine, you know, seven mile beach or whatever, yeah. um, which is Negril, um, which that's you know to see nice beaches in Jamaica versus private beaches, you got to yeah. go a full day to there. In the Caribbean know? where I lived, it was a hassle to get up yeah, the mountains. To right, so excursions here in Roatan are like boom, boom, boom. You can do two in a day. You can hit up West Bay and do some snorkeling. Then you can go to the Monkey Closure. Then you, at night you can hit up uh, West End for for some drinking. It's that awesome. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dovetail that now into the third the third that mistake i made earlier the little french key i said um little french key is where is your desktop background that that's that's what's on your windows desktop background right right in french key little french key they have a you know super small restaurant you have to take a ferry to get to it um you know ferries shout out ferries yeah shout out ferries (laughs) so you so you you leave a little port you know and it's cool because this port that you've got in the ferry or it's almost like more so like a boat honestly they have a bar there so we're doing some drinking then we got on the boat and and we have a you know guy that drives us it's no more than a five minute drive to get to little french key you can you can kind of see it from from where you you know leave the docks um but yeah the guy drives you there and you all unload it's you and usually some other tourists um, and there's a bar there, there's a restaurant there, and there's super, there's this rope swing there that I actually almost broke my back in half on. <laughs> Wait, what um, happened? So I love almost doing backflips. Drowning, almost, almost dying in car accidents, breaking back. I pushed my limits this, uh, this trip. I, I reached new limits and new heights in this trip. Um, and many lessons were learned. Um, but no, and, and mind you, I almost broke my back after I had the whiplash in the accident. So this is when <laughs> this is when I'm supposed to be wearing a neck brace, and I'm like, "Yo, there's a rope swing. Let's Need to do, do a, a backflip. Let's do a flip. Let's take the neck brace off my neck that I have a broken neck right now and do a backflip." So basically, that's like when your glutes are sore on Monday, but then you do legs on Tuesday. So. Yeah, that wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wild. So, yeah, I try to do a backflip, and the classic tale of rope gets wrapped around your ankle, and as I'm coming back down, I finally. Luckily, I didn't swing into the platform that I jumped ah! off of. What I did do was manage to get my ankle loose and fall down about 12 feet. And my back, I was split in half on the on the bow of a boat. Imagine, <laughs> oh, no. the, ba- imagine the bow of a boat. Do- the boat was docked beneath me. The recommendation. it's like, this is the edge. I just, this is the edge of the boat. And I, and I flopped down like that and then flung into the water. I mean, my back broke in half. It was awful. People were like, oh, gas. Oh, no. But guess what I did? Guess what I did? Take one wild guess what I did. What? Walked it off. 
I got back on the platform and I did my backflip. <laughs> I got back on the platform and I proceeded to do my backflip and everybody's standing there like, how is this kid's neck not broken in half? Right <laughs> I now? said, wait, I messed up. Let me do it again. <laughs> Literally, I, I, I popped right back out of the water and I saw the look on people's faces. They were like running after me. They were like, dude, are you, de- are you broken? Are you, de- are you dead? Are you dead? And I'm like, no, let's do that. Let's do a backflip now. I'm glad you didn't break your ankle or something without oh my like, gosh. oh gosh. Oh yeah. But, well, but. L- what a way to go. Moral of this story is Little French Key is a lot to offer and it's a very beautiful little quaint area. Super quaint. That's probably the best word for it because it's it's little and it's in the name. So basically, he leaves and his friends all wonder why he's broken in half. He's oh my arrested. gosh! He's oh yeah! <laughs> literally, literally, my mom posted on Facebook like as we got back, titled her favorite photo, which was me getting on the plane leaving. <laughs> Like my favorite part of the trip. He's safe and sound getting back to America. Invited my son down here to visit me. Hashtag D recommendation. Oh my God, yeah. So, Soph, give us a little bit of a recap of what did Connor talk about today? So, guys, from amazing snorkeling spots to free diving in sharks to rope swings, no cars, only taxis, and the most amazing jungle seclusion and experiences that is Rotan Honduras for you with Connor yeah we appreciate Connor for coming on our show again and for everything that he's contributed all the different insights and perspectives um so now we also want to give this time to Connor to kind of shout out some of his endeavors he just released a new book he is an entrepreneur so this time is for Connor and where you can find him awesome I appreciate that first of all again just as always I appreciate you bringing me back on here I uh, I have so much fun when I come on this podcast you all do such an amazing job and are a lot of fun to have conversations (laughs) with um it's a very casual podcast and that's what i love about it and i love talking about traveling too so much fun but anyway so um yeah just released a book um it's called the ever-evolving art of balance um you know of course uh sophia and ashley have already you know they released an episode with a lot of these book recommendations and we talk about my book in there so i'll refrain from getting too much into detail and and getting off on a tangent about the book you can find all the information in that and you can check it out on amazon if you search my name and the title, The Ever-Evolving Art of Balance. It's, it'll pop right up on Amazon. But to just find out anything more about me, if you want to follow me, if you want to learn more and just you know stay in contact or, or, or just you know follow me along my journey, you can find me at connorfermender.com. So I just released a new website a couple weeks ago. Um, got my whole story on there, all my different endeavors, the startup that I, I, I'm running, um, and, uh, and of course, links to the book. And that's connorfermender.com. So my first and last name.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Connor, and happy travel rat Tuesday. Have a great day, pal. We love you. Bye.